Hi, I'm Rebecca Dollinger, and welcome to the Your Voice Matters podcast. Hey, this is going to be a great day. Um, if you feel like you're not in a, the best mood, we'll just listen in and let the positive vibes shower you and put you in a great place. I want to give a big shout out to all of our listeners and um, to Vic, who is like our guru with technical issues. <laughs> he makes it sound wonderful. Well, today I'm really excited. I have Wanda LaRusa with us today, and she is one of those people... Um, you know, I've really never seen her down. She's always positive. She can always uh, find the best in any situation. And uh, I am just so glad to have you. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm excited to be here. I forgot to say that she's an author. Um, she's a motivational speaker. What else are you? you? Oh, my goodness. I'm a jackie of all trades. I do a lot, <laughs> yeah, lot, of, lot of things. <laughs> jackie of all trades. <clears throat> well, and are we going to see you want to talk about the, the secret of law of attraction? You know, we've, we've talked about that once before, um, but um, I've known you for quite a while, for like eight or nine years, and it, it's been wonderful. Um, she has come to speak at different things that we do, and she, everybody leaves there with a smile on their face. So, welcome, Rolanda. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, I think we should actually start off with, with um, the definition of positive, like a positive life. What does that mean to you? Oh, a positive life meanings just when you have the mindset of optimism, believing that any situation that you're in, if you have a positive outlook, then positive things will happen because what you think about is what you bring about. And if you're thinking positive mindset, positive thoughts, then that's exactly what will manifest. Positive, a positive life. You know, that's interesting and it's true, right? But I was on, I was doing a podcast last week and we had it on brain health. And one of the things that I did not know is that your mind will think of negative things first before positive. So with that said, how do you always, like when things, you know, just in your daily life, right? Mm -hmm. how, does, how do you just keep being positive? Mm -hmm. Does it start when you get up in the morning or? It, it does, and, it's, and it's, it's a possibility, as you mentioned, that we're programmed to think negative first, but you can retrain your brain. So that's, that's, really, that's really important. You can retrain your brain and, and teach yourself how to embrace positive thoughts. And that's something that I teach in my workshops. I teach about retraining your brain and how to move from having those negative thoughts to having those positive thoughts. Well, that's good mm -hmm. because it's, it's changeable. It's not like you're just stuck, mm -hmm. which is Absolutely. I think. Do you have like little techniques that you do? Can I you do. Share those with I, us? I absolutely, absolutely, I do. So I'll I'll start by saying this. So Rebecca, the letters A N T stands for what? A N T. What word is that? They're not ant, is it? It is ant. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That was more difficult. Absolutely no, absolutely <laughs> ants. You know, and you know those pesky little suckers. So let's say, for instance, that you wake up in the morning and you go to the kitchen to make yourself a cup of coffee, cup of tea, a, a smoothie, scramble mm -hmm. some eggs, and you see that a trail of ants have discovered your sugar bowl. What are you going to do to those ants? going to kill them. Kill them. Absolutely. <laughs> kill them. Exterminate them. So in my workshops, ANT stands for automatic negative thoughts. And whenever we have those ANTs, those automatic negative thoughts, they come marching into our brains. We want to kill them and exterminate them and get rid of them very quickly. And what I teach my participants to do is when you have an ANT, the first thing you'll do is you'll recognize that you have an ANT and then challenge it and turn it around. So just the opposite. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you'll go from an ant to a pet, 
So PAT is positive automatic thoughts, and you just train your brain to do that. And you just don't let them control your life. We have them. We're human. I'm a motivational speaker. I have negative thoughts sometimes, but I recognize it, challenge it, and turn it around and replace but, it with something positive, a positive you thought. You know, that's, that's really a good... Um what do you call it? It's a good uh, a lesson to learn mm-hmm. because I know a lot of times that if you, like, for instance, you get up in the morning and you just kind of like boom, one of those moods. Usually mine is that way when I don't have my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, the thing I notice is um, if something happens, like you're getting dressed and something happens, it can set the tone, right, for the, the rest of your day. And mm. then you look for everything that's negative. Absolutely. That's absolutely right. And I give another example is that, some, so tell me something fun that you like to do, like to go out and do. Well, I, I love to dance. Love to dance. Okay, so say, for instance, you're going out to dance, and then you go to your closet to put on your really cute dress, and then sometimes if we have that full-length mirror, we'll stand in front of that full-length right. mirror, we'll look at ourselves from head to toe, and those negative thoughts, those ants come marching in, and we'll say, oh, my goodness, this dress makes me look <laughs> fat, or this dress shows my knobby knees, or this dress shows off my wrinkly cleavage, and we start those negative thoughts, and then we carry go out the door and we carry that negativity with us but like I said you recognize it look in that mirror and think you know what the last time I wore this dress I won a dance competition I had a wonderful time that day and I'm going to carry that same attitude that same mindset today and then you put your dress on and you go out and as you said it's a domino effect Mm -hmm. it'll it'll um, it'll it'll keep your mood positive throughout the day absolutely Absolutely. it's so funny that you should say that i have i'm one of these people that i don't change sizes usually so i have a whole closet full of stuff and the thing is clothes have memories Mm -hmm. and like i can't get rid of that because i wore that to you know to a special occasion with my husband you know or our anniversary or something like that and it's like I know I got to clean my closet, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. but to, you know, like we have like things we have to do every day, and sometimes some things we just we just don't like to do. To be honest, you know. So how do we get a positive spin on that? I mean, that's going to be <laughs> to me. That's hard, right? Right, because we become emotionally attached, as you mentioned. You have those feelings, and this is the time that my husband and I went out to dinner. Or this is what I wore right. on vacation, and we become emotionally attached, but. You know, I, I believe that less is more. I am more of a minimalist, and I had to. And I'm, I love stuff. I love decor. <laughs> I love to decorate. Every nook and cranny in my home used to be decorated, and all of that. But I started traveling more with my speaking, and I thought, you know, the more stuff that I own, the more stuff owns me because it has to be dusted and cleaned and such. And so I had to have a little a let go party, and I just gave myself a rule that maybe if it were shirts, maybe I would have five instead of 15. And those shirts, I would just take it and and say to it, thank you for the memories. And I would bless someone else by gifting it to someone else or taking it to the thrift store. And it was uh, used something that I used, but now someone else could give it a life. So just letting go, it's a, uh, it can be emotional, <laughs> but it can be done. Yeah, I know. It's just like, um, I guess I'm one of those people that always, I'm a cancer, so um, we're just emotional and we're, we just, uh, we love things that's happened in the past, the future, or whatever. So it is, it's being attached to things. It is being attached. And I've also learned that, you know, iron sharpens iron. So 
sometimes you need someone with you. So sometimes it's good if maybe if you want to go through your wardrobe, maybe have a good friend come over and sit with you because it's easier to go through the process if you have someone there supporting with you supporting you and also giving you encouragement and saying hey now you really don't need that dress let's <laughs> let's let it go so if you sometimes it's it's good if you have someone who's there to help you through that process Yo, well, my daughter is just the opposite get rid of it okay <laughs> you know and i think sometimes you know things that you don't um have in your life that's maybe negative you know, you need to get rid of those. Is that absolutely. correct? That's absolutely correct. People, places, and things. Absolutely. Places, yeah. if it's something that triggers negativity, it's okay to let it go. Sometimes we have to give ourselves permission. We can let go of the negative people. And I'm sure that some of you may know or have a negative Nancy in your life or a gloomy Glenda. And you have to give yourself permission if that person is not uplifting you, empowering you, supporting you, and just a positive person to be around. Right. It's okay to do that. I know people hold on to titles. It's my mother-in-law, or I've known her since kindergarten, or she was in my wedding. And it's okay to set boundaries, to set boundaries. If you need to be around certain people, it's okay to set those boundaries. Now, I don't want your mother-in-law calling me and saying, <laughs> my daughter-in-law said that I can get rid of you. Because you're causing negativity, right? So it's up to you to set those boundaries with the people who are negative in your life. I, would, I completely understand that because I have been in rooms um, that, um, you, well, you have positive people, but you also have negative people. But if you ever walked into a situation where everything in there is like negative, the thing is you feel like you have cooties on you or something like it, it just engulfs you it's like you i just needed to get it off absolutely absolutely <laughs> and there is an example that's been floating on in on social media for for years but if you take a perfectly you take a bowl of perfectly good fruit and you take one piece of rotten fruit and put it in that bowl what happens to the perfectly good fruit the rotten fruit spills over to the perfectly good fruit and the entire bowl of fruit is now in a bad state and that's the way that it is with people as well that's that's true um but uh let's talk about negativity that um well first of all let's talk about positivity sure um because um you know i don't know about you guys but you know we have so much negativity around us you turn on the tv Mm -hmm. it's nothing but negative if you um i don't know if you go to the grocery store and people just you know are just not you know, they're just rude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're constantly been bombarding with this. And before we know it, it's almost like we could become addicted to it. Absolutely. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, i got to watch that because I want to know what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remove it. If it's something that, like I mentioned earlier, that's not bringing you joy, then remove it from yourself. I have a cousin, I spoke to my cousin recently, who went to the dentist because he was having some major teeth problems. And so he mm-hmm. thought, you know, maybe I have a cavity or something's going on. And the dentist said, you don't have any cavities, but you're actually grinding your teeth. You're grinding your teeth oh. while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so the dentist said, what are you doing before you're going to sleep? Because it has a lot to do with your activity while you're sleeping. Oh, I didn't know that. And right. my cousin said, well, you know, I watch the news before I go to bed. You know, that 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock news. <laughs> and so the dentist said, well, maybe stop watching the news. And my cousin kind of took that with a grain of salt and said, oh, that's not that's yeah. that's that's not that's not what it is and so my cousin received a mouth guard mm-hmm. went back for a follow-up was still grinding his teeth at night and the dentist said let's try this don't watch the news for 30 days and we'll check your your mouth plate and he went back after 30 days had not been grinding his teeth because he was going to bed with the negativity the negativity on his brain and it was causing him turmoil while he was sleeping and so yes 
we are bombarded with a lot of things. But if it's something that's not making you feel positive and happy and joyful, then remove it. Well, I know, too, you can get really sick. I mean, physically sick from being around, being negative, being around other people. It's almost like it's contagious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Absolutely. Well, why don't we talk about your workshops? You know, um, absolutely. Wanda has workshops on positivity. T- positivity. Boy, yes. That's yes. <laughs> straight too much positivity. coffee this morning. Yes. Um, and also you go around speaking. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. So I have several workshops uh, by popular demand. My most requested workshop is called Let's Chat Positivity, the three effects of positive and negative thoughts on your health, your happiness, and your self-esteem. And so I teach my participants why it's advantageous to embrace and implement positive thoughts. Because as I mentioned, it affects everything, everything from head to toe. It'll affect affect you. I also, along with my husband of 22 years, we also conduct a Let's Chat marriage, and we teach about, um, yes, we, yes. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's great. Yes, 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 and we talk about uh, the circle of just the way that you communicate with your spouse, love and respect, the love that the wife desires and the respect that the man needs, so together we conduct that workshop. Another workshop that I um, am just in the works, I'm still crafting the speech, is about presenteeism. Are you familiar with that term? Presenteeism is when an employee goes to work, even even if they are sick, if they are injured, if they are experiencing uh, chronic stress, and they're showing up to work. And if you're sick or ill or have stress, That affects your focus and your productivity. Mm -hmm. And according to the U.S. Labor Department, presenteeism affects the workforce about $15 billion a year. So I do a lot of training, and I'll be doing a lot of training with corporations, Mm -hmm. because corporations, they want you to go in and help their employees be as productive as possible. So that's a speech that I am crafting, be teaching about uh, productivity. And then my other workshop that is usually available and I speak, travel and speak about is the seven tips to have a stress-free holiday. Oh man, yes. always need to hear that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because you know, some people don't think, oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Sometimes they think, oh my goodness, it's the most stressful time of the year. So I help my participants remove the F U L from stressful and replace it with F R E E, stress free. Well, that's great. Because that is one of the worst, well, it shouldn't be one of the worst times. But you know, you have relatives that you haven't seen in, you know, 20 years or something to take them home. Um, But it's also, I think for me, um, we do things that we're expected to do or things that, uh, oh, my mom did this, so I need to do that. Absolutely. And, you know, you have your own family. So do what, make your own traditions. Absolutely. You know, that's absolutely true. You don't have to buy, you know, ask Aunt Susie to come for dinner. She's one of those. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Send her a plate. She can stay home. <laughs> no, but I mean, I try in my life, I try to not deal with neg- neg- negative people because that just puts me in a really funky mood. And the next thing you know, it just, it continues. It's just not like for a, a short time. It like it becomes a habit. And then you have to figure out how to get out of it. Absolutely. That's yeah. absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. And now, um, I was going to ask, because if you're in the middle of a situation um, and, and things just are so negative, right? 
how do you implement positivity in that or how do you actually do you have to remove yourself or how does that go all of the above absolutely okay. if you're in a situation even if you're around someone and you're feeling that they're triggering you or their behavior is deplorable and it's affecting you give yourself permission to remove yourself from the situation self-care is very important as a young girl my father taught me who is the most important person in the world and the answer is I am because before you can be a mom a sister an aunt a friend it's important that you take care of yourself and like you said if you're around someone who's negative it's going to affect you yeah. so remove yourself from that situation absolutely absolutely well, that's perfect but uh, I was wondering if there's other there's like components to being positive you know like if there's happiness and and so on so are there's like a can you like explain if that you know if one aspect that the positivity is there another I mean is there some stuff like happiness and everything else that fits in oh absolutely and, and like I, I was mentioning self-care it starts with in yourself you know you spend a lot of time in your head and so mm -hmm. you want to make it a positive place right. and some a, a, a tool that I share I share it's the importance of having affirmations and having mantras. Always start your day with I am. Oh. I am. I am worthy. I am exercising today. I am talented. So that's training your brain okay. to embrace the I am's and your positive statement because it'll, it teaches your brain that that's what you're going to focus on. So that's a good tool to use is using affirmations mm -hmm. and, and using mantras. I tell some of my clients that if you, your desire is to exercise for 30 minutes every morning, think about this, when you're laying in bed and you wake up, what's the first thing that we normally grab? I just get my phone. Absolutely. You know, I don't look at it, Absolutely. I get it because I have to, I have to go let the dog out and we have cameras. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And the majority of people, the first thing that they grab when they open their eyes is they grab their phone so they can check the news for the day, so they can see what time it is or what have you. And if you're wanting to spend the first 30 minutes of your day exercising, then get a little post-it note and write, I am walking 30 minutes today. Put it on the phone. And when you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing that you see, and that's the first thing that your brain is programming you to do, is I am exercising today. Because the brain is in control of the whole show, mm -hmm. and it's the brain's job to make sure that the inside picture matches the outside, outside picture. picture. So when you are telling yourself that I am going to do something, mm -hmm. then your body says, let's get up and let's go. You know, um, that makes me think of something. I was listening to a podcast, her, her name is Mel, and she says what, what she does in the morning before she even gets out of bed, she starts counting backwards, like five, four, three, two, one. And somehow it changes her mind. So it doesn't like, I've got to get up, I have to do this. And, you know, it puts mm -hmm. you in a better mood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it does to your brain, mm -hmm. but uh, it seems to work. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. My son, uh, when he was younger, he was in Taekwondo, and that's exactly what his oh. sensei said. When you wake up in the morning, start from the number 20 and count backwards, and it'll just revive your brain and... It's a great way to start the day, and it worked for him. So, yes, Mel is correct. That does, uh, okay. it does help. Yeah, I was, it does I was help. wondering it because I thought, well, that's different. Mm -hmm. and, but I just couldn't figure out how it changed your mind. Mm -hmm. you know? But if it works, it works. It works. So we don't have to Absolutely. worry about it. Absolutely. 
Now, I was going to ask, um, you have been the president of Seroptimus, right? Yes, International. Would you like to tell our audience a little bit about that? Absolutely. So Seroptimus International was founded in 1921 in Oakland, California. And one of the members, her name was Violet Richardson. She was a mover and shaker in Berkeley, California. She was an educator, and she really wanted to be active in her community. And she went to an organization that was primarily men, and she asked to join, and they told her, no, you're a woman, go find something else to do. And so she thought, we need an organization okay. in this area right. where we can go out and we can help women. Seroptimist is a Latin term. It's a coined term. Soror meaning sister, optimist meaning best. So Seroptimist best for women and they uh, the organization uh, it's, it's international they empower women uh, all across the world and uh, oftentimes clubs will do fundraisers mm -hmm. and they will have uh, scholarships they will bestow monetary mm -hmm. uh, awards to women who are head of the household who are uh, going back to school mm -hmm. and they will grant those uh, the money so that the head of the household women can educate further yeah, right. advance their education Yes, so I was president in California, and then I transitioned uh, to the DFW area, and I was also the president of Seroptimus International of Dallas. Wow, that's nice. I, w I had the privilege of doing judging those um, um, women that came in, and they have stories, and they have mm -hmm. different stuff they have to do, and some of them you would be, um, they just were in a bad situation. I mean, it wasn't their fault, you know, um, but... When I was reading a lot of those, there was a lot of positive through there. You know, most people probably feel sorry for themselves, mm -hmm. but these women didn't. Mm -hmm. They just picked themselves up, went back to school, you know, and caring, they're caring for their kids as well. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. single moms. Yes. So yes. to me, that was, it was heartwarming, you know, because here's a, an association that's going to give them um, money to go back, to some scholarships to go back to school if they need to. or. Absolutely. Or a trade, absolutely. And I too read a lot of the the, the stories from the recipient uh, the stories of the ladies, and it's just delightful that they did not deem themselves as victims but victors. That is precious. It absolutely. is absolutely, absolutely. Because we can get so down sometimes that we, we get the poor meats, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I remember my mom saying that. You know, she was like always a very uplifting person, and. Um, I have met people that are so uplifting that you think, don't they ever have a bad day? Yeah. <laughs> really? Right. That's right. And that's exactly how uh, I was raised as well. I was very close to my great-grandmother, oh. the matriarch of the family. She was born 1910, and when she passed away, she passed away in 2014. So she was 104 years oh. old. So she was very wise. Oh. And she was one of the most positive people that I know. I mean, she would not allow me to blame or complain. Oh. She always found a silver lining in every situation. And I mean, if they cut off my left leg and I wanted to complain about it, she would say, well, honey, at least you have a right leg to stand on. So <laughs> she was one of the most uh, positive people and it was infectious. And that's how I, I am because I was around her a lot. Oh, that's so, right. Yes. Right. Yes. Does she have her favorites? You know, most grandparents do. <laughs> well, she was my great-grandmother, and yes, I was the favorite because I'm the oldest of all the grandchildren, and so I spent a lot of, a lot of time with her. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I am her favorite. <laughs> well, uh, along with positive, 
positivity, you know, there's little um, elements to go with that, don't you think? Like you have to have happiness. You have to have um, good sense of yourself, you know, a positive sense of yourself. And sometimes that can be challenging for a lot of us or and people in general because every day we have stuff that comes up that can actually put us in a bad mood. That's, that, that's absolutely correct. I really believe that happiness is a mood and positivity is a mindset. And I say that because we could be happy. We could be in an absolute happy mood. And we could be driving down the freeway and listening to our favorite song, I Don't Know, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. (laughs) And, you know, with the windows down and it's it's a beautiful day and we're happy. We're in a happy mood. And then someone can just cut us off. Right. And cause us to slam on our brakes. And we're now, that mood has gone from happiness to distraught, frustrated, and angry. Right? Right. So I believe that happiness is a mood. But positivity, if you carry that with you, the positive mindset, Uh and as I mentioned earlier, if you're just optimistic, you'll believe that outcomes in your daily life Uh will be positive. That's good to know, right? Mm -hmm. Pay attention. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Yes. Now, you do a lot of workshops around the country, right? I do. Um, Do do you have, um, like like, several workshops you do or... Like one on positivity or one on something else? Absolutely. So the workshops that I mentioned to you earlier, Mm -hmm. the Let's Chat Positivity is my most requested, my most requested workshop. And and I I mentioned I'm crafting the presenteeism, which I'll be speaking to a lot of corporations. But with the Let's Chat Positivity workshop, I speak to a lot of women's seminars, conventions, conferences. Also, I speak to a lot of direct sales teams, real estate teams. And also the love and respect with my husband. Uh-huh. We do right, them locally. Right, right. And also the, the seven tips of having a stress-free holiday. So, yes, I do travel across the country. And also I speak virtually because sometimes the organization is not able to um, fly me to their event. So virtual is a good thing. We all had to learn to pivot right. uh, during uh, the, you know, the, the word that showed up, the pandemic. And so I do. I travel and speak, and I also speak virtually as well. That's awesome. Hey, guys, we're going to take a short break, and we will be back in just one minute. Okay, thanks.
we are back with uh, Your Voice Matters podcast show. I'm Rebecca, and my guest is Wanda Larissa. Um, and you know what? We were talking about positivity, and one of the things I think that is so important that that kind of like goes hand in hand, and that would be affirmations. You know, we I don't know about you guys, but we always heard those some of those things growing up, right? Um, some of them were good, some of them weren't. Mm-hmm. But when for me, if I'm in a, in the middle of something, or um, I, this has happened to me before, I've been like uh, at a hospital, and you know things. I have relatives or something. You know, it was kind of like a downer because you know they were sick and everything else. And you know, sometimes that's the only thing that you can actually keep in your head. You know, and one of my favorite affirmations is, this too shall pass. Nothing ever stays the same. So when you're in a circumstances like that, it gives gives me relief. Like, oh, it won't be like this forever, right? So it's, why don't we share our affirmations together? Okay. 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 Absolutely. So, you know, my affirmations change daily. So I was, I've been looking forward to this opportunity to come and speak to you today. And so my affirmation, and I wrote it out last night, and sometimes I'll, I'll display them in prominent places in my home, depending on what I'm doing. And today when I woke up, my affirmation was, I am having a delightful conversation with Rebecca today. And I said it all morning when I was brushing my teeth, when I was making my tea this morning, when I was driving here, that I am having a delightful conversation with Rebecca today. And it's coming to pass. I'm having a delightful time speaking with you. So affirmations, yes, make them, make Mm -hmm. them. They really work. They truly work. I think I'm sort of like you. If I've got something on, I put mine on my on my mirror in my bathroom mm-hmm. when I put my makeup on. Mm-hmm. And um, some of them are, you know, I tell myself I love myself, or today is going to be the best day of my life, because you know we just have this 24 hours in this day. You know, a lot of us project. I don't know about a lot of people, but you know, I can project, and I have such a good imagination since I'm a writer that. You know, I can take this one little thing, and before you know it, it's just bloomed. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, I, even if you, like, stump your toe or something, time we get done with it, you know, that would chop my foot off. I mean, it just goes like that. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's a creative mind or if that's just a rut or what. Hmm. <laughs> um, maybe I'm just different. <laughs> <laughs> that's, something, that's something to think about. Yes. Very much so. But I think a lot of it has to do with my, um, you know, the way uh, I'm creative, and I just can think of just about everything, mm-hmm. every scenario. Absolutely. You know, some good, some bad. Correct. Um, Correct. But if, you know, the thing is, I'm writing a book right now, and it's called, um, well, I won't give away the title. Okay. It's a working <laughs> title. Um, but it's um, really, it's a teaching memoir. Mm-hmm. The teaching things that I've learned through the years and things that's worked. And I get to writing, and all of a sudden I realize, I don't know if that really should be in the book. You know, I, sometimes you can give too much of yourself. Yes, yes, and, yes. And we're honest people, so mm-hmm. it just kind of like pours out. There's got to be some kind of stop there. Correct. That's correct. That, that's that. You know, we, we <laughs> want very much to be authentic, authentic and be real, but there is, you know, there's that, you know, the mystery also and and not oversharing because you know some things are better left on better left unsaid so it's okay to be authentic All right. and to be real but just some things that you know so everything is not for everybody to know <laughs> like my great grandmother used to say so that is yes. probably so yes. true <laughs> 
Now, what is one of your favorite affirmations? You know. Well, my favorite quote, I have, like I said, my affirmations change daily, but my favorite quote is by Gandhi, and he said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And I say that often. So when I'm out and about in the community and I see someone that may need something, Mm -hmm. I remember that quote, and I guess it could be an affirmation, and I've trained my brain that I am to serve others and to help others. I'm a very altruistic person, and it brings me joy when I have helped someone else do something. So I say that often, the best way to find myself to lose myself in the service of others. And so with me training myself, that's a, that's what that's I do a on, a, on a daily ba- on a daily basis, and that steps into my volunteerism volunteerism oh, yeah. as well. A lot of organizations I volunteered for because I want to help other people. That's wonderful, and I think some some of us are just we. I have to watch this because I'm a giver, and you can give too much away. Absolutely, you know, and Absolutely. and then you feel depleted, Absolutely. and all of a sudden you feel like. You were resentful, or I should have known better. Yes. That's my favorite one. I should have known better. That's right. Boundaries. That's why it's really important <laughs> to establish boundaries. And the word no. Yes. That's very important. It's okay to say no. Because as you said, when you're depleted, you can't give to mm-hmm. anything or anyone when you're That's depleted. True. So it's okay to say no, and it's okay to set boundaries. And let people know that up front, that you're uh-huh. taking care of. Self-care is important. You have to take care of yourself. And if yeah. things are not a good fit... You know, sometimes we, we stay in situations or organizations or relationships because that's what we know. But there are seasons for things. And True. what may fit in the past may no longer be a good fit for us. And so it's okay to say no and step away. And Well, sometimes I think we outgrow things or Absolutely. our lives change or it's not that that particular organization's bad. It's just that we have moved on, we're, our lives have changed, and... And then that's good because that opens doors for other opportunities. And when you were talking about no, I got to tell you this story. My I have my dad was Polish. My grandfather came from Lithuania, right? So when he learned English, he would go, "No, do you want to pop?" Yes. And all of us kids looked at him like, "No, what?" You know. Mm-hmm. And for us, we come from Texas, so what is a pop? We didn't know what that well, was. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, no, I don't want it. Yes, I, I do. do. Mm-hmm. But that's just the way they start their sentences, especially somebody that's um, has come and had to learn English and stuff like that. But I, I just remember, that, and I to this day, I still do that. Mm-hmm. And my husband goes, no, you didn't hear what I had to say. I said, no, that's where I start my sentences. Right, correct. <laughs> that's good. But you can train your brain. To not say that, <laughs> to not say yes, no. <laughs> that is so true, you know. Yes. And I, I think that goes to um, just not positivity or being a positive person, but the whole idea of training your your brain to do something totally different and to think different, that takes a lot of time and a lot of repetition. It does, and that's why I mentioned you post-its, as you mentioned, that you yeah. put your affirmation on right. your mirror so that you, you see that when you're – beautifying your face and you can put Uh, post-its around the house post them in prominent places it could be on your steering wheel it could be on your laptop it could be on the refrigerator door so write it down and there are constant reminders as you are moving about in your space and it tells you what to focus on i love that um you know to me um being positive it's kind of it can affect all areas of your life your health you know your happiness your self-esteem and that just gets into a bigger and bigger thing because if you're not happy, you feel 
you feel you know bad about yourself or you feel like you know and some people and it's it's kind of common with all of us you know when we get in a slump you know we, we get the poor me's mm-hmm. you absolutely. know and how do you get out of that you know absolutely once again just what are you it's also what what are you consuming not just the food that you're uh, eating. What are you consuming as far as we talked about the news? Right. My friend, my, my cousin, was grinding his teeth. What are we consuming? What are we watching? What kind of music are we listening to? What about the company that we're keeping? So it's just so important to protect our mind, protect our brains, because as I mentioned earlier, what you think about is what you bring about. And if, if you're constantly feeding yourself negativity, that's exactly what's going to manifest. And one of the things, don't you think, is like if you do that, your self-esteem goes. Mm-hmm. You know, you everything is looks dark and there's no way out. Um, what would you tell our audience? Um, what should they actually do for that? I mean, sometimes people have to go into a therapist or absolutely, whatever. Absolutely. If you realize that you have low self-esteem and low self-esteem when people have low self-esteem they criticize themselves they hate themselves their behavior can be deplorable because they feel that they have nothing to lose the first thing the first step is to recognize that you are feeling this way and that there is help available and oftentimes low Mm self-esteem can lead to depression it could lead to people hurting themselves it can lead to suicide and there are people Mm -hmm. who are there to help you who can who can help you get through this and uh, effective last year last summer the suicide prevention hotline the number was changed because at first it was a 1-800 number Uh a 1-8-1-8-8 number and when people were going through a crisis they couldn't remember or they didn't want to stop and think was it a 1-800 or Uh 1-8-8-8 and so the number has been changed and the um, the number I believe is now 811 but if you are feeling any thoughts of wanting to hurt yourself Mm -hmm. or wanting to unalive yourself there is help there's absolutely help and there's also medication there is the stigma of taking medication and seeking help and we need to do our best to stop the stigma and the way that I like to think of of medication is that when you have your favorite outfit your favorite garment rather there is a care label it'll tell you to wash in cold or wash in hot or wash separately there's a care label and I believe that every person has a care label and having help from a counselor or a therapist or even having mm-hmm. medication is a part of your care label, if you will. So we need to stop that stigma okay. and t- let ourselves know and others know that it's okay to seek what we need so that we can be the best version of ourselves. Well, I like the idea about the care label. <laughs> I can remember that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you're absolutely right. Um, I think it's better today than it used to be about going and seeing for help. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people just go for they're just going through a tough time. They just need to sit down and talk to somebody. Absolutely. Somebody that's not family or friends. They need to talk to somebody that is, you know, neutral. Absolutely. And they can see things that you can't. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And it's really important for employ- an employee to talk with your human resources. There may be EAP, Employee Assistance Programs, available for oh, you okay. at your uh, through human resources so there's lots of resources there's um, lots of services out there that are available so and I'm glad you mentioned like that having a stigma you know mm-hmm. like oh no you can't go there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, but I think nowadays a lot of times 
I don't know, 50% of the uh, country probably has therapists or, or yes. psych. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, that's not saying that something negative about yourself. As a right. matter of fact, it's real positive because you're going to go see, um, see about it and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I think for me, you blow stuff up in your head. It can be this little bitty thing that mm-hmm. you don't like about yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you're just, you think yourself is a terrible person. Right. You know, that's so, correct. I mean, to me, that is so good to go talk to somebody that's neutral. Absolutely. Because you think about it as a part of your maintenance. We oftentimes will take better care of our vehicles than we take care of ourselves. <laughs> we'll take true. our car in for a tune-up or to rotate our tires or for a lube, oil, and filter. We'll take care of our vehicle, but we need maintenance as well. And if it's that's talking true. to someone to have weekly maintenance, then so be it. I know. That's that's absolutely perfect mm-hmm. because I, I can just, you know, I do take my car in when it needs a oil change, absolutely. you know, and stuff like that. Um, one of the things that I um, was thinking about when you were talking about that is that, you know, we talked about people you surround yourself with, um, but uh, therapists are not doctors, I mean, per, per se, because right. I can't. Uh, you have to go to a psychiatrist to actually get medication. Correct. So if people don't know that, that's a good distinction. Um, for, for you know, it's sort of like I guess it's sort of like ta- um, sitting down and talking to your best friend mm-hmm. that you can tell anything mm-hmm. to, and they have no judgment on you. That's correct. You know, it's I think that's the big thing. What are people going to think about me? And because we have, and we're human, we have this, you know, stuff just piled back there probably from our childhood. Absolutely. And it makes a difference today because it, whether you know it or not, is in the background. That's right. And sometimes what happened back then affects what you do now. That's very true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And we need to remove ourselves from, from being so concerned about other people's opinions. Okay. We really need, to, really need to focus on ourselves. And I've seen such a deterioration of self mm-hmm. from social media. Oh. We, there's a lot of, of comparisons and... We just really need to focus on what makes us feel good, what makes us feel empowered, what makes us feel joyful. And I, I often say, what brings you joy? Yeah. And whatever brings you joy, do it today. Do it every day. That's what brings you joy. And not we need tomorrow, to, not but tomorrow, today. but today, yeah. absolutely today. And we were talking about the, the, the vehicle. You know, our vehicles are equipped with little lights and buttons and sounds. And when things are not operating, we're quick. Oh my goodness, my check engine light <laughs> is on. We quickly get to the quickly get to the mechanic. Right. Or you, you get a, a notice that your tire needs to be inflated. We'll quickly go to the service station and inflate our tires. But we have to be in tune with ourselves. We have those dings and those bells and those whistles that are happening in us, and we often ignore them. And it's really important that we stay in tune with that. We have to be in tune with ourselves and take care of self. I can't mm-hmm. emphasize more self-care is, is, is truly, truly important. Truly important. That is so true. Uh, for me, I have to keep a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's this time, you know, I'm going to, I have a routine. I mean, like when you get ready to go to bed, you know, you go in, wash your face, you know, you get ready and all that. But I had to take time out mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are like that. We have so much going on in our brain that we need to decompress before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about going and get tea, you know, some people like to get us something else or make something else. Um, I just get there. And I don't think, I've said this before on the air, I don't think it's the tea or whatever you drink, I actually think it's a making of it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're using your hands and you're getting into this calmer state, it's just the actual doing 
that yeah. puts you there. Absolutely. And I applaud you for having a routine before you go <laughs> yeah. to bed to, to decompress from the day. You know, mothers are <laughs> overworked, overwhelmed, yes. and burned out. Because women are, and not all, I would say most, not all, women are nurturers. And we typically put everyone's needs before ours. And That's by the true. end of the day, we are just so so burned out. I mean, we help, you know, we're working outside of the home or if we're in the home. Right. There's so many things that women are doing. We're caretakers of, of our children with homework, laundry, meals, driving children around. We're sometimes taxis. We're driving them to different sports and such. And by the end of the day, we are just collapsing in bed. And it's really important. You could take 15 minutes, put the children to bed and yeah. take 15 minutes just to yourself. It could be reading your favorite book. It could be taking a bubble bath. It could be writing a letter to a friend. But it's really important that you take that time for yourself. Because as I mentioned, how can you give to others when your tank is empty? So you have to right. fuel yourself. And one of the things I do, and I'll pass it on, is um, I have a journal. It can be just a, something you buy in the store. It doesn't matter as long as it has blank pages in it. Um, and, you know, you can say just for today, you know, this is what happened. Like, um, you're taking inventory, mm -hmm. you know, because you have the positive stuff on one side and maybe the stuff that happened that was negative. Mm -hmm. But you have to always have the same amount. Mm -hmm. You you know, uh, this happened to me today, but I overcame it. Mm -hmm. You know, and to me, that's like, it's like putting things into perspective. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, I don't know. Um, I can go just t take something and go and run with it. Mm -hmm. And before I know it, it's like I'm mm -hmm. on a, uh, like a hamster wheel. Right, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And also you talked about journaling, which is, which is a great way to get some things out of the head and onto paper. And being organized is also a great tool yeah. as well. Making lists is really important. If not, because, you know, like being on a hamster wheel, we have so many things going on in our heads that we find ourselves kind of, ah, er you know, erratic. But making lists is also a great thing. And something that I teach my clients is if you have a to-do list, say you have 10 things and you accomplish each thing, what we often do is we often cross them out right. as we go. I suggest highlighting it. Get a highlighter. Yeah. Okay. Highlight that you've done that you've oh. accomplished this. Okay. And it's like a little celebration because you know highlight colors are bright yellow and bright pinks and highlight it. Have a little celebration. So okay. I like to highlight things when I've accomplished stuff items on my list instead of crossing them out. Okay. It's tra retraining your brain. Uh, two, I think one of the things that I do is like, I think I'm superwoman or something because I have too many things on my list. So I just have to like pare that back. I mean, instead of having 10 things on my list, maybe five, seven, you know, and put the most important one at the top. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, you Absolutely. can always, you know, Absolutely. do the other ones later. You can but always adjust, right, yeah. and highlight it when you highlight after you've accomplished it. Highlight it. I yes. like that. Well, Wanda, um, it's been awesome talking to you today, but before we go, um, we want to know about your workshops, where you can find you, Facebook, Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. Thank you. And as I mentioned, my mantra affirmation today was that it was a delightful conversation, so thank you so much. And I, to connect with me and gain, some ac gain access to tips and tools and insight how to improve your life and be a more positive person, you can find information on my website. My website is my first and my last name. It's WandaLaRusa.com. Should I spell it out? Well, yeah, because people go LaRusa. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Wanda, W-A-N-D-A-L-A-R-U-S-S-A.com. That's WandaLaRusa.com. 
www.thelandofmyfathers.com. You can pop on over to my website. There's actually an opportunity for you to sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter. I'll send you some tips and tools to keep you in that positive frame of mind. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here today and for Wanda being here. And always remember this. Your voice matters. Whether you're a career person, whether you're in society, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or whatever, you have a voice. So speak up, speak out, and stand in your own power. Thank you, and we will be, be here next Thursday. So catch us on Facebook, whatever social media thing you use, and we'd love to have you here. Bye.